what's up y'all it's your girl miracle sims and i'm getting ready to tell you all the easiest way to make your own podcast and that's with anchor by spotify friends listen all you got to do is either download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm and they have everything you need in one place you can record edit and they'll even distribute it and the best thing about it is that it's absolutely free so if you're ready to start your new journey today then go ahead and download the app or go to the website anchor.fm just like yours truly Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Miracle Sims, and you're listening to God, Sex, and Love. I am so excited for this all-male guest panel for the first time in a new segment called Male Perspective. So, ladies, let's go ahead and get out our pens and papers and find out what these men got to say. Uh, (laughs) I have uh, two oldie but goodies on the line. Uh, First, we got Kelvin Carter in the building. Hey, what's going on? All right, all right. And we also have Neil Newman back, the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, Neil. I'm kidding, Neil. We got Neil Newman, one of my faves. Oh, dang. You still not going to say nothing, Neil? You're not going to say nothing to the people? Did Neil get kicked out? Okay, well, I don't know what's going on with that. But hey, last but not least. (laughs) Oh, you here now? What say something to the people? Yo, Neil? I've I've been here. Yo, can can y'all hear me? Yes, yeah, we can hear you. Now. Uh, we can hear you. Now. Yo, what up, people? Hello. <laughs> 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 and last but not least, I would like to welcome for the first time on God Sex and Love, none other than Mr. Ranye Hawkins. Clap it up for him. Woo woo. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Peace and love, everybody. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So today the topic is men and emotions. Compliments of Mr. Kanye Hawkins. <laughs> he want to get y'all in y'all feelings today, gentlemen. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, well, um, I know I got a few questions about this whole thing, but I don't know why y'all want to kick this off. How y'all want to kick it off? Well, I would say let our brother go ahead and start this one off. Okay, cool, cool, Mr. Ranye. Okay, all right, y'all want me to start off then? All right, well, let's do it like this. Um, The reason why we are having this topic today is because I would say um, personally for the last three to four years of my life, um, I've been doing a lot of reflecting and also going back into my own family tree, having conversations with my father, my biological father, and the connection between him and his dad. What happened is is that my father experienced some really crazy moments in his life. His dad left him when he was nine years old. My father is the second oldest out of eight siblings. Then we found out that the reason why my grandfather left them was because my grandmother was cheating on my granddad. So he took mm. off. He took off. Hello. And then carried a suitcase with him, went to a nearby restaurant right there in the neighborhood, 
had a meal. Then he jumped on the Amtrak and went straight to New Jersey. Stayed there for the majority of his life until he got into his late 70s. And then he came back to Orlando, Florida, where he spent the rest of his days. Now, during that time frame, a young man like myself I was thinking, well, maybe they have time now to actually sit down and figure out, well, you know, can we patch things up? Can we heal? You know, because there have been a lot of unanswered questions. There's been a lot of things that have not been resolved. And also, if you really look at it, if you peel back the layers, there's been a lot of selfishness, but also bitterness, a lot of anger, a lot of resentment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That never happened. Mm -hmm. And because of that, that has actually affected my relationship between myself and my father. Now, I know mm -hmm. this is the first time y'all actually are meeting me virtually and audibly, but just a little bit about my life. The reason why I got to this place was because I want to make sure that my future seeds don't have that same effect. And that's why you work on yourself, go through counseling, go through you know, I do different things, you know what I'm saying? I do prayer, meditation, I work out, I exercise, I love to run, you know what I'm saying? I was a former track runner, athlete, high school, a little bit of college, and then also, you know, those are my go-tos, and also art for me is my channel, a way I be able to draw things out. You know, I've made peace with a lot of different things between myself and my dad, but I noticed that there has been a lot of resentment on his end, not on my end, because I'm, I'm, I'm good thing is that if we don't talk about it and you just sit there and just keep going on and on and on without saying nothing, giving people the silent treatment, or you're just dodging the answers when a young man has questions from a father to son perspective, and if that man never gets those answers, he's going to go and find them somewhere else. So I do that for my godson. I do that for you know, my nephews, I do that for, you know, my brother's girlfriend, son, whoever the case may be, because again, you don't want them to follow suit in what you've experienced for yourself. And we have to remove the stigma over, you know, well, men don't have emotions. We do have emotions. It's just a way that we communicate in a different perspective between male to female. I'm not saying that we don't mm -hmm. want to show them. It's the fact of like, well, am I comfortable enough to show this other side to you? Again, going back to the male-female perspective, but this is a lot of work that I've done personally. One of my taglines that I tell people, even on my own, or even on my own platform, because I have a platform that deals with men and artists, I tell them, reflection produces revelation. So when I reflect in my own time frame, these are the things that pop up in my head. And I say, let me go back and talk to my dad about this. And if he so chooses to answer my questions or not, that's not on, that's not on my conscience. That's on his. Understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you get to the place where it's like, you know what? Whether if he doesn't answer me or not, I have to make peace with that. But then for me, myself and my divine relationship with my creator, that's who I go to, to get the answers. Why men do what they do. And it's not just with my father or my grandfather. I got uncles that are the same way, just like this, and, and other men out there as well, too, that many of y'all have probably encountered. So 
we have to start the internal work ourselves. We have to get to that place of healing within ourselves. For it to be spread abroad, we got to work within ourselves first so that no one else feels those effects. It's not saying that we don't want to show emotion. It's not saying that we don't care. There's different love languages. Y'all are probably familiar with it. There's five different love languages. But at the same time, got to make sure, like, listen, let me work on me first before I jump into any other relationship or, or friendship or whatever kind of courtship or ship period, whatever y'all want to do. This is how we move forward. So that's just a little bit of why the topic is here today. Well, so gentlemen, Mr. Kelvin and Mr. Neal, with all that being said, question number one from a lady wanting to know about more about this one from your perspective, friends. Uh, is it hard for you men to express your feelings? And if so, why? That's a good question. Um, you want to uh, take that? You want to answer that first? <laughs> <laughs> As it been uh, um, honestly, well, can I, can you hear me? Just doing a check real quick. Yeah. Yes, I, I can. Hear okay. You. All right. Cool. Uh, for me, it's not. It's not. Uh, I say what what has become difficult for me in regards to like expressing emotions, especially like dealing with you know in relationships, is more of um. I feel like a lot of times women don't know how to receive you know a man expressing themselves in regards to like their emotions and such. So, I'm typically expressive, like yo, I don't really have a problem with um saying like hey look I'm sad I'm hurting or you know whatever the case is but sometimes the reaction I get it causes me to like close up a little bit because it's you know it's more of a sometimes you feel a little bit of judgment like yo well men aren't supposed to be like this men are supposed to be strong all the time like men can't really express most emotions if they do they need to like channel that within like their their brotherhood or something like that so I think that's what, at this juncture where I'm at in my life right now, I think over time I've learned to, like, close myself up emotionally when it comes to women. And, you know, I don't express myself as much because it's like, you know what, you're not going to get it anyway. So I just keep it to myself or I go call up a brother or something like that and, like, talk to them about it. You know, because my father, like, you know, he's not – he he he's – he's not very expressive when it comes to his emotions. So it's like, you know, so I, I think uh, I might be taking on a little bit of kind of like his ways a little bit in that sense. But, you know, it's it's all been because of like, okay, stuff I experience over time, you know. But hmm. that's where I'm at with it. My goodness. I, okay, so I can... Um say that I'm a bit closed off and I could say it's um, mainly due to um, one that is just something you know that people may just not understand or um, simply just not in the space of having that conversation at that particular time because not all things 
need to be discussed, I would say, um, unless it's some, unless they're outside factor of what's going on internally. But sometimes if it's just a lot of stuff going on within yourself, then you need that space and time to work through those things before you have that conversation. Mm. Well, my, I, I, as a woman, I'm not going to put my, you know, because obviously y'all feel like I'm emotional, so I ain't got to say nothing about that. But <laughs> um, I would just say, I try to be an open book with my husband. And so those are things that I want him to be with me. And I know I talk to him a lot about it all the time. And most of the time, I feel like I just get this, not say wall per se, but I get this silence. So I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> he's like, why can't you just be an open book to me? I'm trying. Like, <laughs> um, So I guess, you know, obviously these, you three gentlemen have already kind of showed three different perspectives of how you guys have handled this thus far, which I definitely feel like I'm learning at this point that of course all men are not the same, you know, and everything like that. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I guess my next question, because you guys kind of touched on it a little bit, is like, what can a woman do to help um, in regards to, you know, maybe her man express himself more to her or something like that? Like, is there anything mm-hmm. a woman could have, your cases? or? Um, I would say the first thing would be to um, flip it. Like, what can I, what can I do? Type of... Um, question so like what can I do to you know make you feel more comfortable and um expressing your feelings or what can I do to um to you know assist you in any any type of facet whatever they may need so um do you need more time um is it you know more space is it um doing a particular thing so I would give that advice Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Uh, I I don't really know what a woman can can do I mean I I guess I can sit back and say I guess what I would hope they would do Mm -hmm. I would hope that there'll be a little bit more understanding and know like yo you don't have to have the answer like you don't have to know what to do just listening and like being a part of the process of, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever, you know, like being real, like, yo, I for like over the last 10 years, like, yo, I kind of struggle with depression and anxiety and all that stuff. Like, you know, so quiet prior to the quarantine, I would, I would see a therapist regularly who happened to be a female, but it helped because I was able to like, just talk and express yeah, and yeah, and I'm expressing my 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 feelings to a woman, and it's like, yo, it's a it's a judge free environment. Like I can really just say how I feel and not feel like, yo, she gonna try to attack my manhood or she gonna think I'm a punk or a simp or whatever, or take advantage of me. But like sometimes I think it's good for like, yo, just be a sounding board. Like just listen. Like you don't have to like fix anybody. Like I don't really think a woman can fix a man. I think men are fixed being around other men you know what I'm saying or like God ultimately does the work but like I think like you know sometimes like I don't think there's a lot that a woman can do outside of like yo just be supportive just listen you know what I'm saying because it's 
like dealing with somebody with like any like form of mental health, like a lot of times, like a lot of times men would be like, oh man, that girl crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's wrong now that we think about it. Cause it's like, dang, yo, I struggle with mental health myself. So like, am I crazy too? Like, you know what I'm saying? So how can I judge people now? Like, how can I say that about somebody else? And all I can do is be like, yo, just be there to listen. Like, don't try to fix. Don't try to be like, yo, I can make everything better. Like, yo, sometimes listening and just being understanding and just doing simple things can go a long way with any man. Because men, in my opinion, like, yo, we deal with a lot of pressure. Like, we got to discover ourselves. Not saying that women don't have to do that either. But at the end of the day, like, the onus to lead a generation or the world or whatever the case is, is typically on men. And a lot of times, like, men are silent about, like, yo, the suicidal thoughts, the depression, the anxiety, the fears that, hey, men don't cry. Like, yo, I cry. Like, it ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, it takes more courage to cry than to not cry. So, I mean, I could go on and on and on. But, I mean, oh, overall, I, I would just say just just being more just listening and and just and just trying to understand but not fix that's what i would say well i can't listen to silence y'all i'm just like <laughs> talking about my particular situation <laughs> i'm like let me go get my husband right now so how can I when you ain't talking <laughs> that's right I want to jump in. I want to jump in for a second on, on that uh, last comment um, my brother said as well. And that's very, very true. Um, it's funny that he mentioned some of those components because here's something that I went through myself, me identifying depression um, silently for over 10 something years, you know, and I thought that I was crazy or the only person that actually understood then when you find out that there are other people out there that think on the same wavelength as you do, you're like, that's relief for you. That's like a breath of fresh air. So I mm -hmm. totally understand what the brother is saying. Um, it's funny because in my moment of reflection, a lot of dots begin to connect. And the past relationships that I've dealt with, they all had one common factor, and that was pride being hurt, sense of rebellion, and not willing to listen to what a man has to say. And that also stems from past relationships that the woman has been in, because when she decided to give her heart to that person, that male figure did not take care of her heart with sincerity and generosity. And when that happened, then she became jaded. Mm. So then when she detached herself from that relationship and now she's venturing on to a new relationship, now she don't know how to treat the man that's in front of her with respect, dignity, character, integrity, and a sense of pride on top of that. The good pride, not the negative pride, what I'm talking about. Now, mm. as I begin to connect those dots, then I understood where she was coming from because technically speaking, if we look at it from a spiritual perspective, we're here to serve one another. Yes, men are designated. We have responsibilities as being, you know, head of the household, 
provider, uh, a male figure, uh, a counselor in a certain way, you know, and 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 uh, like a guidance for uh, for our seeds. Now, the thing is, like the brother said, um, it's it's good to just be quick to listen, but slow to speak. And if you don't have the answer, just be present. Just be present. You ain't got to say nothing. Just, mm-hmm. you may not understand the person's pain at that certain level, but everybody has a common denominator in this life, and that's pain. Everybody has experienced pain on some level there is. And even if you don't have the words to say, just be still. Your presence being in front of that person when they're going through a trial, a test, or a situation speaks volumes before you even open up your mouth and engage. Yep. That's good. That's true. That's it. You know what I mean? Very true. And with that that being said, it's like, again, men want to express themselves. It's because if we don't understand each other's trigger points, and if we don't create that safe space to say, hey, sweetheart, listen, let me share something with you just in case you don't know about me, this, this other side of me. If we, don't, if we don't create that space, then, that go, that, then that's going to continue to becoming a problem. Yeah. To do that's important to like create that safe space. And be peaceful and harmonious. And to say, okay, this is our plans for the future, because I see you in my future. If we don't create that safe space and that safe haven now amongst ourselves, then guess what? It's going to become a continuing toxic domino effect through everybody. Everybody in the house is going to be affected. How do I know this? Is because I watched my mother and my father go through it for 50-something years. Because the person wasn't there in presence. And it's like this. This is something else I learned over the years as well, too. And just If you like what you hear, then consider supporting our podcast. Every listener that supports us for $9.99 a month will be entered into our monthly raffle for a chance to win a free gift. So become a supporter today. My mom went to school at Tennessee State University for psychology. My brother went to school at Bethune-Cookman for sociology. And I went to school at Valencia College and UCF for um, communications. So everything was centered around the human experience of how to navigate and to deal with um, people's consciousness and also how the way humans interact with one another. So... The point I'm saying is, is that just be present and don't be so quick to answer the person. Because sometimes when people engage and they talk, they sometimes regret certain things or certain words that they said to that person. A lot of times throughout the years, I've noticed even with family members as well, um, a lot of them are not fully listening, nor are they understanding. Sometimes people will reply because it sounds good to them. They don't reply to get an understanding. Mm. And that can be a dangerous situation as well, too. 
mm-hmm. on top of that. So sometimes mm-hmm. wisdom is gained by just listening and understanding, having patience. So if we can practice that a little bit more with being patient with one another, even in our relationships, our friendships, um, family dynamics, things of that nature, if we can just practice patience more and just say, I'm here to just listen and process everything, then I think we could make some leaps and bounds in going in the right direction. Um, And that's just on a universal scale, but mostly I'll pinpoint and get back to is the black community as well. Because we we, we sometimes have a hard time of like really being okay to express ourselves and what we're saying, you know, and it's real, it's, it's true, it's authentic. You know, because I ran into that many, many, many times. Even, even a just a simple conversation between a brother and a sister, between a male and a female. That sometimes there's there's a disengage going on. There there's sometimes miscommunication going on, all because of what we've been through in our past. And we don't want to, you know, it's not my place to judge anybody, not at all. But, you know, a lot of times we try to sit back and try to process everything on why that person went through what they went through and why they answered you in the way that they did. And then as I go back and reflect on it, then I get my revelation. And then I say, you know what? Okay, let me have a little bit more grace. Let me have a little bit more patience with this person because obviously it's not me. It's something that that person's been through. But then also being careful of not getting those triggers and those boundaries crossed or violated. If we can understand a little bit more, I think we can get somewhere in that perspective and have more holistic and healthy relationships with people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So everyone concurs (laughs) with that? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree <laughs> like wholeheartedly. Yeah. Well, I did think about another question to ask you all. Um, I mean, you know, I'm a mommy now, you know what I'm saying? So how can I help my little man, you know, feel like he can express himself so we don't have to, you know, keep these things going? Let's break some curses here or whatever. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I mean, it's a lot you can do, but I, I think it's a lot more like just the father can do. You know what I'm saying? Just having that open line of communication. Like, I, 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 and this is just my opinion. Like, I think the healthier your relationship is with your husband, it'll help foster kind of like, you know, that line, him having a good open line of communication with, with his dad. I think that'll, uh, That'd be the big turning point. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, you know, I got a great relationship with my mom, like both of my parents, but it wasn't always like that. I kind of got to that level, you know, in my adulthood. So I, I think like even as an adult man, it's still like, you know, me and my mom, we can talk about anything. And she she probably mm-hmm. knows me better than anybody on the planet. But I still got this kind of yearning to like, yo, but dad, like, can we talk? You know, can mm-hmm. I can I learn more about you? Like, can you can you ask me some stuff about me so it can help me understand things about me? Like I can understand things about you. Like, and a lot of times we just want these answers. That's just like human nature, I guess. Mm-hmm. But and it, it like it's just I think whatever you could do to kind of like 
get your son to kind of be able to express himself and get to know his dad and like different levels, you know, and that could be like, Hey, you know, you and your husband, like, yo, y'all two kind of, kind of like getting to that level where you're, you're developing that safe space where, you know, he actually feels comfortable to talk to you about certain things that, you know, probably only men go through that he probably usually only talk to men about and things of that nature. And by him being able to do that and that's open then of course you're going to be open with your son. And then, you know what I'm saying? Your husband is probably going to be able to communicate better with, with his son, with y'all son and, and vice versa. So I, I think that will be, you know, it's like a starting point, but of course that's a, right. it's a process. So, I mean, I would just start, start yeah. small, yo, baby steps. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I, I agree with him as well always be transparent with your son never hold back no information and if you think that he may be too young um to have you know certain conversations test him because that's what my mother did with me Mm. because Mm -hmm. i'm for real like real talk like (laughs) yo um my mom would always tell me growing up Mm -hmm. she'd be like i can't wait till you get grown i can't wait till you grow up like why does one woman to hurry up to be grown? I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. So, well, guys, you know, I know we can go on and on and on about this. I think I just got one final question for you guys. And um, so, I don't know. Y'all let me know. Y'all let me know. If there's okay. one thing that you guys want to let the ladies know about men and emotions, now's the time. What is that you want us to know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me just say simply that they are there. Um, You know, men do have emotions. Yeah, that yeah, men, yeah, we definitely have emotions. And a lot of times, a lot of men are more emotional than women. They're a lot emotional than what women may perceive to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we express our emotions sometimes in rage, sometimes in violence, sometimes in just different physical natures. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just something to be aware of. Like, just because a guy might not be talking, like, sometimes they might express, like, men might express their emotions and and just actions on, on, like, how they might treat you, how they might move around certain people and do certain mm-hmm. things. So a lot of it, a lot of times, like, emotions are attached to that. And a lot of stuff is rooted in their mm-hmm. childhood. Like, yo, you could always go back to, like, some dude did a study. He was, like, yo, going back, like, tracing all, like, societies, like, ills and stuff like that. And they all went back to the father. So a lot of times that shapes the way a man expresses his emotions mm-hmm. and and the way he deals with life. And so I think is is the the male ego is extremely fragile. Oh yeah, so it's, it's not like you gotta yeah like you ain't gotta coddle a man, but you do gotta be mindful of like yo this it's very important because you might be like dealing with a little boy who's in his second childhood oh, yeah. at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, 
But I mean, that's what I got to say on that. Mr. Ryan Gay, look, we scared to ask you this question. I was kidding. I would say, and and all my brothers did very very well with with answering that question, and it's very true. It's all true. I've seen it all in different perspectives. Um, I would say one thing I have learned over the years is dealing with certain relationships with women. Um, don't create unnecessary drama and arguments with that man just for you to see that he has emotions. Mm. Because uh, yeah, that's a good point. It's very, very, mm. very, 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 very <laughs> toxic. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Please, I, I'm, I'm stressing this very, very um, seriously but very carefully, and I love y'all. Queen, I love you to life, but please don't do this. And if you're doing that, whoever's going to listen to this recording, if you're doing that, please stop now. Because what you're doing is you're saying that it's okay for you to think that this is normal because your past relationships have taught you to argue with that man, then, you know, if I argue with that man, he'll show some type of expression or emotion that, yeah, 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 that'll let me know that he loves me. No, that does not. No. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not boast itself. It's not puffed up. It's not pride. No, don't do that. This is the time now where you need to start creating healthy dynamics between you and that partner who you're choosing to be with. Yes, I want you to understand where I'm coming from, but 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 when you approach that man the same way that we approach women, we gotta be delicate. It's almost like with surgeons' gloves. Yeah. So I'm 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 letting you know I recognize your beauty, but I want to see the beauty in you. I want to see your heart. Because, yeah, God created some beautiful women across this planet, absolutely. But at the same time, I want to see your heart. That's something that my mom taught me a long time ago, ever since I was 12 years old, ever since I was growing up. She's like, no, yes, they're beautiful, but treat them with respect. Always be a gentleman. So in my code and in my DNA, I'm always going to be a gentleman at the end of the day. Regardless if you choose to be disrespectful to me or not, understand that I'm always going to be a gentleman. That doesn't mean that you're gonna walk over me like some kind of doormat. No, it means that I have enough respect for myself that I will remove myself out of this situation before you start creating unnecessary drama for me because I've seen it too much. I'm trying to heal. Mm. Well. So we, uh, if we can get on that page, then, you know, hey, we can do something. <laughs> <laughs> man, man. Oh. Well, gentlemen, gentlemen, man, like, ladies, I don't know if y'all learned something today, but I sure did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I really thoroughly enjoyed this first male discussion, the male perspective. Uh, I hope to have you all again and again and again, because I'm sure there's a lot for us to learn, ladies. Again, I know I don't know how many pages y'all wrote down, but I got a stack over here. Uh, 
I would see what I can do with my silent <laughs> husband over here and my, and my one-year-old child. <laughs> oh, well, fellas, like again, I know I can keep talking to y'all, you know what I'm saying, um, and everything like that, but we won't, we won't hold the people up too much longer. I'll just say thank you so, so much for chatting with me today. Um, again, I'm looking forward to the next one and the next one and the next one. And um, yeah, ladies, those of you that are listening, you know, hey, uh, let's 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 just let let all this soak in. We this is our time to drain the male vein. Um, crap, I said it wrong. <laughs> drain the male vein. Okay, Mr. screwed it up. The male the, brain. The male brain. Drain brain. 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 There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that don't even sound good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we get it, though. We get it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, well, hey, guess what? This is God's thing. <laughs> thank you guys so so much and um i'll be talking to you i will be talking to you guys real real soon all right yeah awesome thank all you right, for well. having me thank cool. you for having thank you. me as well bye and thank you <laughs> all right <laughs> bye <laughs> bye <laughs>